You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. All right, we're back in the house for another episode of Uncensored. We got a smaller crew this week. We're down one person. But yeah. A little bit smaller crew. It's quiet yeah. around here. It's the best, though. Yeah, it's nice not having Brad around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging out with Mickey. Yeah. Like a goober. Yeah. So what'd y'all do this weekend? Or week, this past week. There's some past week There's stuff. There's some past week stuff, yeah. yeah. Why don't you go? Me and him did. Go ahead. Oh, y'all did some, some stuff? stuff? Together. Yeah. We did some things. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I have exciting news. Well, for me anyways. Yeah. Um, so we're, uh, what, 17 days into Indiana bow season. And I have yet to go out and hunt because I told you guys that I am too weak to pull the bow. Not strong enough yet. Not strong enough yet. You're going to get there. Um, so I've been really working on that been cranking it up cranking it up and then i was like i don't know now i don't know how much i've cranked it up right because the manual says that one solid turn could be two to five pounds so i'm like am i like 50 pounds or am i 40 pounds am i 30 pounds i don't even know anymore because i was at 27 trying to get my like skill right okay so um been working on it i felt good about it and I took it to the um, gun and bow shop. And I was like, please pull this and see how much. And I thought they were going to be like, you're at 33. Legal for Indiana is 35. But I was like, I need to be more than that to like really kill something, right? Mm-hmm. And he pulls it down and he says, 103. And I'm like, what did, what did he say? 103. What did he say? <laughs> did he say 33? Please, for the love of God, don't be 33. Like, I've been really working at this. I said, 33? And he goes, no, 43. Ooh. There you go. And you were already pulling it at 43. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, that's where I felt good at. Like, I couldn't really go anymore without really struggling. Lethal. So, I'm at 43. And so, he gave me, we talked about it, and he set me up with, like, arrows and uh broadheads that would um be good for like a low draw weight and, oh cool so uh, what's that he, yeah talk about that i don't know you don't know what they are are um, they mechanicals or fixed? No, no no they're they're fixed blades he talked about putting like a brass tip on them to hmm. help maybe pull it through the deer better at a yeah. look does hmm. that make sense interesting i don't uh, know yeah um and then uh he said that the arrows that i had been practicing with were too uh heavy and so he gave me yeah. some lighter ones. Good. Um, so, yeah, now I've been practicing um, with that. And then I was going to put the uh, broadheads on it yesterday, but I did something to my back real bad. <laughs> and so I had to take a break. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you you did something to your back because you were drawing so much? No, or? no, no. I, like, I woke oh. up in the middle of the night and stretched, and I felt something pop, and I heard it pop, and then I... I can't move correctly. Oh. So I'm just old. Yeah. Hey, with that buck on camera, you got him twice now. Yeah, yeah I have a nice start. buck on two different cameras. So. And are those cameras near where you usually hunt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your, like, how are you going to go about it? Like, are you going to try to get up in a tree? Are you going to set up a blind? Well, Brayden, I think I'm going to go about it all wrong. All right. Um, I don't think I'm, I think I'm going to sit on the ground and really okay. spook it. 
hey. and hope to God that it doesn't see me and then draw back behind a tree. I mean, there's like a there's some trees that are down. So okay, like a natural blind a little bit. You're kind of gonna yeah. get behind some. You told me a few um, week weeks month ago that I needed to find a spot like a trail, follow it, see if it leads to water. Found that trail. Um, and then found a good spot where there was a lot of traffic on it. And then I pulled down the little limb and then I like rubbed some stuff and I have like does are just, I guess they're licking that little branch. I have that all in the trail. Rubbing their nose. Yeah. But I haven't seen any bucks until this past week. Homeboy, two bucks have come up and they've like sniffed it and done the thing. I'm like, okay, okay. And then on another camera that I have, it hasn't been super active. Um, a few days later, he was on that one too. So I think the time of year is here <clears throat> because I, I always start seeing dead bucks yeah. on the side of the road. There's like mm-hmm. this transition of, okay, now there's dead bucks on the side of the road. Yeah. And I've started seeing some, you know, like sixes, so smaller deer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so it's, get crazy. they call it the October lull, like this kind of time period is kind of weird, I guess, every year. Like I've heard it's basically pre-pre-rut, like you're kind of just right before pre-rut where the bucks are starting to like take inventory of where does are and where they're like, they're basically changing their pattern from like what it's been all year to what it's going to be for rut. And like we're... We've had multiple runs in with like sparring deer. We've got sparring deer on camera. Starting to see that more in Go Wild now too of people saying like I saw some small bucks, you know, sparring over here. And like I saw a really good video and it was actually two big bucks. Um, like just sparring though. Like they're just kind of getting ready. And so it's it's kind of a weird time of year. But like to see him show up now like and then hit that licking branch, like he could be, you know, establishing his rut pattern. His pattern. Mm-hmm. And like he obviously smelled – other does you've got a spike on camera too Mm -hmm. so like he's a bigger than that spike or that forky um you know he could be like starting to establish his territory a little bit and so i also you said like the october lull also this past week the wind has been really weird around here like very high winds so i was like is that just throwing off their yeah. pattern and they're just wandering around i don't know yeah i don't i don't really i'm not Exciting. an expert i've just been like recently learning about this like lull pre-rut deal or pre-pre-rut kind mm-hmm. of um situation but yeah the wind has been weird i got up in a stand saturday i didn't bring my bow i just like helped phil's stepbrother owen like he has a saddle and so like uh we set up if i take him up or if phil takes him up like we just set up his platform and then he just climbs up the sticks and jumps on and he knows how to set up his actual like tree tether and his actual saddle and stuff um but that's that's it we did saturday i guess it was saturday morning um got out in the dark and like it was i climbed the tree without my big hoodie on and it was like warm i was like this is weird and then it got colder as the sun came up which Mm -hmm. is super odd Uh, i mean it helps our chances, I guess, like as it's getting cold, you know, but we had deer all around us, but it just like, it just didn't feel right. It felt weird. Um, which doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to see deer. Like I don't have that good of instinct or anything, but it just, it's kind of a weird time of year. Like with the, the weather's not doing what it normally does, like temperature wise or wind wise. So you're just kind of, there's definitely an element of, you know, getting lucky. Like you want to be in the right place at the right time, like give yourself the best chance, but it's a weird time of year. Even the processor was saying that I I picked up my meat yesterday from that buck. And he was saying that 
I was like, you, you starting to get busy? And he was like, no, it's been, been pretty, uh, pretty quiet. He's like, I think the lull is definitely hitting pretty hard this week. Mm-hmm. He's like, I haven't seen as many deer come in. So I don't know. It's a weird, weird time of year. I wonder if there's also an element of that. It's like people expect the lull and then they don't mm-hmm. hunt as often. They're kind of saving up for yeah. in about three weeks. Yeah. I mean, you could say like, I have a really good spot. I want to hunt. I don't want to bugger it up, you know, especially on private, you know, yeah. you got to think about that too. Like, but like over 90, I think it's over like 95% I saw in Spartan Forge of deer killed in Indiana on private land. Um, so like a lot of those folks are like, you know, this is where I'm going to hunt in the rut. And if I go blow that out now, then, you know, my spot's going to suck for the rest of the year. And so I would imagine like when the weather is just super wonky like that on property that people have been hunting for decades, you know, in some cases it's like, no, we're going to wait till the second week of November and go out and, you know, shoot yeah. a big buck yeah. that we've got patterned and you know so that that definitely could be a part of it yeah um, but yeah did i saw one truck at the where we were hunting this weekend one truck was parked hunting so, so you all were out on public again yeah yeah yep we're gonna start hunting that private big cornfield coming up uh we have deer camp this weekend and then the following week we're gonna start hitting that uh cornfield really hard i would imagine they're gonna um harvest out there cut all the corn down and that'll mm. really change things and then gun season comes in yeah and so you know now we go from having like very limited sight lines to you know just acres of sight lines and what if they do know. that this week before you go out there oh uh, that's cool i mean oh, okay. just, yeah it's it's uh it, i mean i think it'll change things a little bit but you know we have multiple cameras running like we have i think six cameras on that property one of them's a cell cam um just kind of starting to get an idea of how they're moving and stuff. And mm-hmm. obviously a lot of them are coming out of the woods into the corn and doing certain things. So it'll, it'll change how they're moving, but the advantage of having a gun and having, you know, acres of sight yeah. lines is, you know, <clears throat> great. Like mm-hmm. we'll be able to, and yeah. then you can rattle and you can grunt. Like there's things start coming into play in November out there that we should be stacking bodies, but. That's what you need to start practicing. Get a grunt tube. And oh, I have one. Yeah, so if you've got that buck mm-hmm. on camera, and if you see him further off, if he's worked oh. up, you just a little quick grunt, challenge him, get him to come over. That's exciting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Phil I has need to fun. get on the YouTubes. Yeah, and it's funny, like, the the range of, like, tones for grunts, too. Like, Phil had, while me and Owen were setting up an archery, uh, he had two young bucks, like, sparring and grunting, and he was like, I never really had thought about it, but like a young buck grunting sounds a lot more like a bleat than like that deep yeah. from like the big dogs. Like these are kind of like prepubescent. It was like, meh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I never heard them. And we were only probably like 100 yards away, but he said it was like another 30 yards in the opposite direction of us. Um, but like they didn't care at all. We were setting up our stuff and they were so over there sparring. If you want to call one in, are you trying to do something younger than what you think you have or does it matter uh there is a strategy to not like go way deep if mm-hmm. it's a younger buck because sometimes it'll think it's a dominant buck and it won't mess with it right. but yeah i mean it's worth trying it just mm. you'll 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 recognize their body and how they react right they'll stiffen up mm-hmm. and they'll start up. looking and then you've got their attention okay yeah sometimes they'll come in on a rope too like if they're if they're already pissed off and territorial they'll come in on a rope just ready to fight. Usually that's younger. 
the 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 older ones now this is videos that i've watched you got to get them a little bit more worked up but sometimes the younger deer will just come into you that's kind of like turkeys yeah you know? like how like your calling strategy changes a little bit you know for like hunting an older tom or a younger tom mm. or whatever like sometimes the the bigger tom is just like seems a lot more cowardice like mm-hmm. it's not immature and cautious. not gonna, yeah a lot yeah. more cautious like yeah. i'm not gonna go fight over there like yeah. I'm, I'm good down in this hole i'm I'm gonna hang out and hinned up and chilling down in this ridge like yeah. uh, so yeah it's fun it's it's kind of like what you see all the elk guys doing with the bugles oh yeah. yeah you get like a little piece of that you know little piece of that <laughs> elk hunting seems like it'd be turkey and deer combined on like mm-hmm. a much yeah, larger level like the fun of calling yeah because you, know, uh, you call it in right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super epic. I, I can't imagine being that close to. I mean, in a lot Something of the times, so like they're not up in a tree most of the time. When yeah. You're hunting elk. Like you're just you're rolling around and like getting close in the woods. Like and then you're just peeking around a tree and taking a shot. Like it's uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> like maybe in it's ten on years. The list. <laughs> I got to get good at shooting those heavier arrows. I was thinking about, like, starting to try to e-scout, like, pretending on, you know, next September I'm going elk hunting in this unit. And so, like, start learning, like, how to find wallows and start learning, like, the landscape and how to, how would you ingress and egress these different places just to, you know, if you practice that for five years, by the time it's game time, you know, you're, you kind of have a better idea, but. Yep. That's that's as close to elk hunting I think as I'm gonna get in the next five years. <laughs> just e scouting random yep. units. Uh we should do it though. If we just need one person to get a tag yeah. and then two or three of us go and enjoy it. Yeah. That'd be crazy. It seems so cool. Yeah. I yeah. see all those videos of like someone's behind a tree and this big elk just like comes around the corner yeah. and then I'm like, Oh my god, my heart's beating fast for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yep. I was watching Bo Martonic's video that he dropped this past summer of a mule deer hunt, um, but it was like it was pretty epic, like an elk hunt too. Other than the calling, you're not calling; it's more of like spot and stalk. You're like glassing over, you know, huge mountains and stuff like that. But um, they were able to get on a a mule deer, and his buddy shot it. And like your perspective is like from the guy spotting, and they send down this one guy to like work up a ridge and up a mountain and like sneak around like they're like okay the mule deer are over there you go hike five miles and get in position and go shoot them and it's it's crazy like you can like and i'm going to nebraska at the end of november um with with derek on that mule deer hunt so i'm really excited for that just like the glassing portion of hunting that's never been going with him or yeah i'm just gonna like take pictures and video and hang out and learn and whatever um we talked about maybe stopping in South Dakota, like going up to South Dakota on the way home. Um, just for me to, like, I could maybe draw a tag and do something out there, but it's a muzzleloader hunt for Derek. Um, but I've never glassed like here in Indiana, it's, you know, where I hunt in the woods and stuff, it's just, you know, real hilly and there's really not a ton of need for mm-hmm. optics, you know, mm-hmm. like to look over long distances. If you're getting binos, you're getting like pretty short range stuff but out there. It's going to be just, you know, rolling acres of land and that you're looking out over trying to find yeah. and stalk a deer like that's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool yeah so no deer this weekend then with mm-hmm. owen and phil no i saw or we had me and owen had one doe close phil saw i think two or three does and then those two young bucks that were sparring out of range so kind of the same story for him um as last time like he just had a couple 
young bucks moving through, but a lot of deer moving, and I think we're going to go up to our, our main spot this weekend um, before deer camp. We're talking about running out there, hunting that spot, and then running out to, to deer camp to hunt out there for a day and a half. Um, so Is Derek doing deer camp too? I'm trying to get him to come hang. Uh, he's, he doesn't want to draw a tag. but um, They're expensive, man. They are expensive. Yeah, they really are. But I'm also talking about going to Wisconsin, too. I hadn't told you about that. So uh, go up there and hunt with Eric Clark because your first time tag purchase is like $70. Oh, there, really? Out of state. So That's not bad. No, I was like, I ain't bad. Then just, you know, me and Phil go or whoever else. Like, we just split a hotel and spend a couple of days. We're going to shoot a podcast with OK's Hunter. Whether we end up going to do that hunting trip or not, we're going to do a, a podcast with them. So, uh, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Exciting fall. I can't wait. Already, man. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait. I mean, it's <clears throat> my brother-in-law cut the field, the second field out at the farm where, you know, we do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's all it's all laid down clear shooting for the whole field food plots are mediocre at best hey i learned a lot yeah by not doing well with those this year for next year yeah um but so in the the rifle season i don't know how much i've told you about this i hunt out of the barn a lot yeah Mm -hmm. because the does will come into that field and so clear clear as day i can see forever now i'm ready to shoot and so i can't wait when's gun season for you guys the thirteenth, fourteenth. Oh, okay. But in okay, that's yeah. about the same. Yeah. I think we're like the fifteenth in Indiana. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not as far behind as archery season. Is they get an extra two weeks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or a month. You get an extra month. I think. Starts the first week of September. Yeah, dang near a month then. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is like any season. I'm going to say this exact same thing. I haven't gotten out as much as I want to. Oh, of yeah. course. But it's like when no when rifle season hits, I am gone. I disappear. It's like I've already told Liz, yep. schedule's cleared. You won't see me. Yep. We had plans trying to or had friends trying to work out plans for a tapas night, and I was like, I will be there after dark, yeah, and I will smell like deer pee, yeah. And so <laughs> that's how you'll get me. You stop but, getting invited to stuff in November yeah. by like <laughs> showing up reeking. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Well, we went fishing, man. We haven't, yeah, we haven't had a did. chance to talk about that. Yeah, fly fishing. We hadn't done that. Or I haven't gone, like, trout fishing since the spring. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. A for while. Me. Uh, that was pretty awesome. The, the water was really low. We got on some stalkers. Uh, I guess they stalked the day before. Yeah. So when we got out there, they were all still pretty close to where yep. they stalked, and so it was super fun to kind of shake the rust off on, like, just schools of trout. Yeah, it was like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like looking at pods of salmon in a river because they oh, just yeah. stay to, where they, they drop them in. One place, there's literally a pipe yeah. that they drop them out of the truck uh-huh. into the creek. And you could see two big chunks of them just stacked up there. And they hadn't really moved from there. No. Mm-hmm. And we we went down, what do you say, like 300 yards down. It wasn't too far. Downstream. Yeah. yeah. Not a fish. Couldn't see a fish. Yeah. Um, there's creek chubs and stuff in there, and that was it. But if you came back up probably 100 yards, there were guys, other guys down there catching fish. So they had only dispersed like maybe 100 yards from where they were put in. Which you'd say is the result of just the water being low and like they're not going to travel through those real shallow areas. Yeah. Look for another deep hole when they already have one kind of thing. 
Yeah, and so hopefully we get some rain soon to kind of disperse those fish a little bit. We did go down to the other spot, mm-hmm. which I have no, I have zero concept of distance, how far away that one was. Yeah. But we dropped in down there, and again, there was a bunch of fish stacked up um, in one spot. And so, I mean, this first stocking of the year, they actually stock better fish at this creek, um, like the 12, 14 inch range, which is, is good for a yeah. stocked fish because usually it's like eight, nine, 10 inches max. Oh, okay. And they're silver. Yeah. They no look color. like they're straight out of the hatchery. Yeah. These fish that we were catching, though, were colored up. Real pretty. You know, dark. Y'all rosy cheeks. Rosy you cheeks. caught 20, you said? 21. 21. <gasps> I think I caught like five. And then Derek caught like, like an eight or. Yeah, six somewhere. Yeah. In there. It, was, it was fun, man. Yeah, it was a good time. It, Dang. It's it's hard for me this time of year because they start dropping, they start stocking fish. But mm. then also, I know in my head, the brown trout are moving up Hatchery Creek down at Cumberland River. Yeah. And so I'd so bad want to drive down there and yeah. fish, but I can't. Like, I cannot let myself do that until yeah. meat is in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> can't steal time from deer. Yeah. Well, hopefully you do that soon so we can go because that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Have you gone yeah. out anymore recently? Um, or are you planning to? Not this past Dear Friday, me? but the Friday before was the last time I got out. Okay. Yeah, we've had uh, kids' soccer going on, mm-hmm. so my weekends are soccer, and then usually I like to reserve. Like, if we have soccer on Saturday, I like to give the family time on Sunday, so I'm not, Yeah. you know. Yeah. We um signed my little boy up for basketball, and we got to notice that the actual games are moved from mid, like the second week in November to the second week in December. And they're on Saturday mornings and there's like a practice every week. And I was like, no, yeah, this was supposed to be October. Anyways. Thankfully, my oldest son, they go to an out of, out of town tournament. It's still in Kentucky, but it's out of town. That is the first weekend of November. So I have to be a good boy, mm-hmm. get through that weekend. Be a good boy. And then I can, you know, start to steal time here and there. And the good thing is, like, one, go wild is flexible. Yeah. If you yeah. want to go hunting on a Thursday afternoon, you can go hunting on a Thursday afternoon. Right. Yeah. And so I'll start baking in some more of those yeah. afternoon trips. Yeah, I saved up a bunch of vacation time for this time of year. Like, I was planning to grab Mondays or Tuesdays here or there to go, like, you know weather's great these days i'm gonna you know take some time off but now like (laughs) i'm talking about maybe going to (laughs) maybe going to wisconsin like use a day for that or maybe go to missouri and then talking about going to nebraska and virginia that virginia would be a a bear hunt um which i was kind of hesitant at the time to go do that because just because of hunting deer and stuff but now i'm like man that would be freaking sweet to go yeah. try to kill a bear <laughs> yeah first archery deer and then first bear in the same year would be super cool oh my gosh how did it okay so i wasn't on the podcast when you shot your deer which is amazing because you've been like scouting for <laughs> an entire year an entire <laughs> an entire season <laughs> of observation <sets>. yeah <laughs> but did so did you like shake were you nervous afterwards oh gosh like, yeah or because you said that you didn't know if you actually i was had a kill very shot. conflicted like having the encounter definitely made my my heart rate was crazy and i was shaking um and all that stuff just from like 
the adrenaline yeah. of it all happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uncertainty really sucked. Like of you know just not being able to piece together the what I saw. Like my brain was so confused mm-hmm. as to like what actually happened and talking to Phil and he's like, dude, I think it's dead and all this stuff. But so I tried to kind of tamper my expectations to, you know, Hey, you know, if it was a bad shot, if I hit the ground, if I hit the leg and kind of was mentally preparing myself for like potentially wounding the deer, which would have sucked. Um, but I didn't want to like let myself get too far down the road of, Hey, it was a great shot and we're going to go find this deer and it's going to be no problem. Um, because I just, I was super not confident. Mm -hmm. Like I, and I, you know, but yeah, I was very, very shaken up okay. and even still like i didn't have a bow in the stand this past weekend and we had a doe close we never saw but like even like my heart rates up i'm not i'm not shooting i was excited you right. know just to be close and to have owen potentially shoot a deer and all that like starts going through your head i'm like talking to him like get your mind right here he's coming like get your mind right yeah. <laughs> and start seeing every scenario if he comes from here i'm gonna draw behind this tree if it starts coming from there i'm gonna do it like he's 14 and he's like this is his first time really hunting so like everything that i'm i think of you know it's a like when we're up there like you think through a lot you know mm-hmm. like there's all these little decisions and all these little thoughts you have that basically lead to you know the moment of shooting the deer but like you can do one little thing wrong while that deer's coming in and you know one unintentional clink or movement and it's over mm-hmm. um you know so that's what i was trying to prepare him for and we did some practice stuff later in the time when you know it was quieter and he was just clearly cold and bored of like okay grab your bow like and he'd grab it and like king 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 like hitting the stuff like slow deliberate movements be smooth and so he's just working on you know pay attention to where every bit of your body is and what you're grabbing and the sound your jacket makes when it rubs against the tree and like you know you gotta you can't make those sounds and or you're never gonna get deer close and yeah so that was it was fun to kind of be up there with him and you know teach him what being still actually means it's another thing like when you tell someone to be still like you know they're still gonna move and like do those things it's like no like literally still not like kind of still like you don't understand how much noise you're making. Like mm-hmm. you need to get actually still if you even want to see deer. Um, so just yeah, it's it's cool being able to do that up there. And, uh, but yeah, my heart rate gets going for him like it mm-hmm. <laughs> like it would for me because we literally thought we had a big old deer coming in at first light with him, and it was he looked over when we ended up you know we never saw it. He's like, dude, I was. I was so amped. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was going to get to shoot a deer. I get that way just thinking about scenarios. You know, yeah. just like on my way to go hunt, and I yeah. will think about what I'm going to do, where I'm going to be set up, how the deer are going to come in, and yeah. if they do, what I'm going to do. And yeah, like it makes my heart start beating faster just thinking about that stuff. Yeah. It's exciting, man. Yeah. Love it. I'm still in a phase with like setting up my saddle and stuff like that where if I like – when me and Phil are together, if we're like talking a bunch or we're like jamming to a bunch of music or, you know, just being goofy, not talking about hunting related things, like my setups in the tree are worse. I'm noticing because I have like, I have to think through all of the steps I'm going to take of like, okay, I'm going to get to the tree. I'm going to unzip the big pocket. I'm going to take out my tow rope. I'm going to put my tow rope here. I'm going to attach that then to my bow. I'm going to go ahead and get my platform out and set it here and do that. I'm going to, you know, the exact order of things and like what layers of ropes I have in my bag and what order I need to grab them. And like, I literally see my hands doing everything like, and 
now like when I do that, my sits are great. And like, I can, I get great setups up there of, you know, make sure you look at the tree, think of where the wind is going, where the sun's going to rise. You don't want to have, you know, be silhouetted and I want to be my platform here so that I can shoot the best from this angle. And like, there's so many little things that aren't natural to me yet. Like it just, Mm -hmm. if I'm not thinking through all that stuff, it's, uh, I've had some rough setups like <laughs> we're like i'm sweating and i'm dropping stuff you know and, yeah. but yeah i don't know where i was going with that or why i even started talking about it but <laughs> no, i mean it, there's just a lot i think people kind of for either forget that when they've been hunting for a long time or they don't hunt they don't think about everything that goes into this to yeah. the micro movements of your hand and moving your bow and it hitting a piece of metal that could blow the entire you yeah. know hunt yep so it's there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking my oldest son out to the barn. Cool. I don't take him out in the woods yet because he's fidgety, so mm-hmm. he can sit in the barn and move around. He really yeah. liked that last year, right? He did, yeah, for a little while. He probably lasted like an hour and a half or so. It wasn't okay. long. But the great thing about the barn is when he's done, he can walk back up mm. to the house, get warm, and you just stay. Yeah, That's nice. stay there. Well, we're almost out of time, so we'll shut her down. Thanks for joining us again today. Uh, make sure you log this show and go wild. Uh, you guys need to start following and paying attention because I picked up a pretty sweet toy this weekend that's going to be – you guys are going to start hearing about here soon. Yeah. Hush-hush mm-hmm. right. for now, but yep. it's going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are going to freak out. All right, out. y'all. Log the show. See you all next week. Bye.